said, there are like for my audience, authors, there are shows that only talk about your book, like specifically they're talking to authors about their books, but that's very few mm-hmm. and far between. And so you want to make sure the message that you're promoting is not, you're pitching them, not I want to come on and talk about my book, but I want to come on and talk about this specific message that I know mm-hmm. is matches up to what your show's mission is. So I think just definitely leading with the value you're going to bring to the listeners is what the host right. wants to hear. Welcome to Authentic Online Marketing with Ruthie Gray. Growing awareness for your blog, podcast, book, or product involves more than dancing to reels and yelling, buy my thing. This show models quality over clamor so you can put your spin on your message and market in a way that feels authentic to you because nobody wants to sound like an infomercial. And now here's your host, Ruthie Gray. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. If you're interested in guesting on podcasts, this is the show for you. My special guest is Kim Stewart, a marketing strategist and host of the Book Marketing Mania podcast. She helps nonfiction authors reach new readers by guesting on podcasts. Since 2014, Kim has helped authors build their platforms, launch and market their books both before and after book release. I know many of you listening are authors who need to broaden your reach for your book, and this is definitely for you, but it's also for anyone trying to build a platform in the online space because Kim is sharing specific ways to plow the ground for a fertile place to grow your message and transition to podcast pitching. Because here's a little secret, guesting on podcasts give you lots of exposure and new followers. Yeah. So that's awesome, right? Today, you're also going to learn her top three tips for podcast pitching and how she's leveraged community on Instagram to gain referrals and to grow exposure. As a podcaster myself, I found her advice very helpful and motivating, and I know you will too. And by the way, Kim is a delightful individual. I feel like she's a kindred spirit. I enjoy her presence both online and on Instagram and inside my insider mentorship. And when she's not strategizing behind the scenes, you'll find her in Dallas, enjoying time with her family and indulging on coffee, caramel and friends reruns. If that doesn't sound like a soul sister, I don't know what is. And now... Listen in. So, Kim, I am so excited you're here with us today. Thank you. Me too. It's so fun to serve your listeners. Oh, you are a fun gal. And I love following you on Instagram, actually, and seeing the fun things you come up with and the people that you come in contact with and interview. Do you enjoy having a podcast? How's that going? I do enjoy it. It is a lot more work than anybody ever tells you it's going to be. But I kind of knew a little bit of that going into it. But boy, once you start your own show, you have a whole new respect for podcast hosts. But yeah, I love the interviewing. I love just talking to people about, you know, the different facets of book marketing that they do, which is what my podcast is about. And, you know, just bringing on experts to just hammer out some of the topics that I know authors are interested in that I'm not necessarily an expert in. But just, yeah, just getting to nerd out with them about book marketing and building relationships that way. It's been super fun. And we were joking a couple minutes ago before we went on the air about how much work a podcast is, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) How much goes into it. It is work, but worth it. 
Mm-hmm. It's a great tool to get the message out. Kim, I want to know, I'm sure our listeners do too. When did you first become passionate about helping authors pitch podcasts? It was probably about two years ago. So I've worked with authors probably for about eight years now doing all kinds of marketing, whether it be email marketing, social media marketing, helping with their blog, and then doing a little bit of PR like when they were in launch season. So a lot of my authors that I've worked with, I work with on a long-term basis and their book launch would come up. And typically if they were with a traditional publisher, the traditional publisher takes care of all that. But there were times that like it would end, that book launch time would end and they'd still want to be on more podcasts. And so we started reaching out to some that typically they already had a relationship with them. So that kind of got me a little bit into it. And then about two years ago, I really felt the call to just really niche down to PR. And so I took a PR course and it was about pitching TV publications and podcasts all together. So I got to learn all of that. And one of my amazing mentors, Brittany Lynn, who is the PR queen, she helped me through that course and to learn it all. And then I started listening to the Go Pitch Yourself podcast with Angie Trueblood, another mentor of mine. And she just focuses on pitching entrepreneurs to podcast. And so I took her course and started learning from her. And I've actually worked with her agency for about two years now, helping her support her clients as well. So I guess probably just about the last two years is when I really niched down to pitching podcasts. And I absolutely love it. I think it's a great way for my audience authors to be reaching new audiences and new readers like long before their launch and long after their launch. Like there's just, there's no bad time to be pitching yourself to podcast and reaching new readers and letting them know about your books or maybe even have courses or coaching programs you can let them know about. It's such a neat tool to get the word out. And it's interesting to me that you just really loved the pitching part mm-hmm. and learning, you really honed that and learned that. And so that's that's why it's so valuable for our listeners today to hear what you have to say about this, because I'm really excited to hear about it too. So mm-hmm. when authors come to you, what's their biggest hang up about pitching to podcasts? I think, you know, it's, it's, they don't know what to say, you know, even though they have valuable content to share, you know, and they may be blogging about their content that's in their books. And obviously they've written a book about it or planning to write a book. I think they still kind of struggle with, but what would I say on a podcast? You know, like, does anybody want to hear what I have to say? So we kind of work through that or just the administrative pieces of, you know, how do I go about finding shows? And, you know, sometimes, you know, they just don't have an idea. Like they know they listen to certain shows, but they don't know, are there other shows out there, you know, and as you and I both know, there's tons and tons of shows being mm-hmm. created, you know, every week. And I love listening to podcasts too. So I've heard several authors on podcasts that I'm like, you know, want to connect with them afterwards and either buy their book or sign up for their email list. So I think just knowing there that there is a lot of podcasts you can reach out to. And I think probably, gosh, I don't know, probably the number one thing would be they don't have time. Like they just don't have time to do it. Whether, you know, they really don't or they just think it's going to be so time intensive and it certainly can be if you don't do it and strategic. But yeah, I I guess that'd probably be the number one is they think they just don't have time for it. And you know what? That is something that we must make time for is promo Mm -hmm. for our business, no matter what it is, whether you're an author or a podcaster or an Mm -hmm. Instagrammer who is trying to drive traffic to those other things or to your business. We have to invest time in 
promo, don't mm-hmm. we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And and it's such a great way to do it. I think you just have to be very specific about your goals you're going into. It's like when you're in book launch season, you're probably focused on, you want to talk about your book, but you want to talk about the content of your book. But other times, you know, you just may be wanting to share that content and build your email list. Or like I know, like you've shared on your podcast with Jamie, one of your clients that's mm-hmm. an author, you know, like they had built their platform before their book because they were just building their platform and had a publisher reach out to them because they saw them on Instagram sharing all this content and found them through a hashtag. And so, yeah, there's just so many different ways that you can be promoting that content when it's not necessarily like I'm launching a book right now. It's just, I'm just wanting to promote this content to new readers. And, you know, if I know they're listening to podcasts, then why not take advantage of that? And what Kim is referring to is Jamie and Chris Bailey from Expedition Marriage. They are former clients of mine. They have a marriage practice, but they wanted to cast their net wider to get to reach more people and use Instagram to do that. But she had no idea how to use the tools for Instagram. And so she went through coaching and several trainings. She was in our mentorship. And in the midst of her trainings, because she had such great content, a publisher sought her out for a book deal because they checked out her platform and saw that their content was solid. Mm -hmm. And so Kim, you and I have talked about this, that it's really important not to wait until you have the book to build Mm -hmm. a platform, right? Yes, absolutely. And just like that, like like they did on Instagram, I mean, you could do the same thing as podcast guesting. You know, you could take your topic like Jamie could on marriage and just be sharing some topics about that on podcast. And then again, it's another piece of content that the publisher or an agent might discover, or you could share when, you know, obviously in your book proposal so that they see I'm already out serving my readers on this topic and they're interested in it. You know, obviously podcast hosts are inviting me on. So I know their audiences are interested in this topic. And so, yeah, I think that's a great way to draw attention to your platform with an agent or publisher. So yeah, it's great. Mm -hmm. What are your top three tips for authors pitching to podcasters? So I think my number one is building relationships first. And I know we talked a little bit about this when you were a guest on the Book Marketing Mania podcast, Ruthie, but, Mm -hmm. you know, just being very authentic about it. So when we pitch podcasts, you know, you might be pitching a warm host that you already have a relationship with, or it might be totally cold, like you've just discovered a brand new show and you want to, you're like, oh my gosh, my listeners are definitely listening to this. I want to pitch them. But before you do that, you know, just think of ways you can build relationships so you can start engaging with them on Instagram. And I have had just, just since so I'm going to give a shout out to Ruthie and your coaching, because just since I entered into Ruthie's membership, I mean, just me being very strategic and just authentic, again, about engaging with people. I just have been so surprised that, you know, it doesn't take a lot. And once you build that relationship, you know, someone will reach out to you with an invite. So that's happened to me, gosh, probably five times since I joined Ruthie's membership. Mm-hmm. I've just host, you know, I've engaged with hosts and they reached out to me and invited me to be a guest. And that's without me pitching. It was just, you know, just truly authentic, genuine engagement on their Instagram where they've shared Mm -hmm. their podcast. Maybe I've left a review for their show and shared their show with my, you know, followers and friends and just, you know, little things like that, that you teach, you know, for Instagram engagement has Mm -hmm. made a huge difference. But I think just truly showing the host that you have some kind of knowledge of their show, you know, so, and again, if you follow them or listen to their show, you can do that. But yeah, that's probably my number one tip is building relationships first before you even start pitching. Mm -hmm. Second, I just always say to make 
make sure you match your message with the host mission. And so what I mean by that is just making sure, you know, they've started this show, they want to serve their listeners well, and their listeners trust them, you know, to show up each week, you know, week in and week out to get the same kind of content. And so you want to make sure that's what you're pitching. So there are, like for my audience, authors, there are shows that only talk about your book, like specifically, they're talking to authors about their books, but that's very few Mm -hmm. and far between. And so you want to make sure the message that you're promoting is not, you're pitching them, not, I want to come on and talk about my book, but I want to come on and talk about this specific message that I know Mm -hmm. matches up to what your show's mission is. So I think just definitely leading with the value you're going to bring to the listeners is what the host wants to hear. And then thirdly, I would say to be sure and tell them, tell the host how you plan to share your interview, because a lot of people that are guests do not do that. And I'm so blown away by that, but they don't, they just don't Hmm. share it. And so I would, I would be upfront and just say, I always share my interviews on Instagram stories or however you do that. And then of course, follow up and Mm -hmm. do it after the interview. And so again, that's things you can learn from Ruthie about how Mm -hmm. to effectively do that on Instagram. Cause I've noticed like even (laughs) hosts that don't, that they don't look very active on Instagram when you go to their profiles, but yet they're probably sharing their interviews and Instagram stories at least. And so, you know, when you share an interview on Instagram stories and you tag the host, they're going to share it Mm -hmm. again, you know, so you're getting to reach Mm -hmm. that audience once again and maybe some that didn't even know about the episode to tune into it. So yeah, that's probably my top three is just, you know, build relationships first, match your message to their mission with value for the listeners, and then sharing the episode, telling them how you're going to share the episode and do it after it goes live. Yes, yes. It's that whole engagement community mindset. You can't just be out for number one. That's not really how that works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you've got you've to be a team player and then it really does reap the benefit benefits of, of that kind of mindset. Yeah. And I'll say for your audience, Ruthie, I know you have a lot of entrepreneurs, service providers, coaches. Mm-hmm. And in that respect, which is a little bit different than authors, I would say, is a lot of times you're building that relationship with the host through your interview because there's so much fruit that can happen after it. So, you know, the listeners can connect with you, but I think I've been blown away by how many collaborations have come out of interviews to where like maybe y'all swap out coaching in each other's programs or, you know, you become referral partners partners for each other. That's happened with me is just, you know, like me and you today serving each other. I mean, just, you know, my audience wanted to hear about Instagram. So I had you on my show. Your audience wanted to hear about podcast pitching. And yeah, there's just, there's just so much that can go into it and, and, and so much great things that can come out of it. Absolutely. That networking is just gold for mm-hmm. us. So let's talk about your business, your own business that you run. It's called Book Marketing. You're a book marketing strategist. You are with Book Marketing Mania on Instagram. So how are you using Instagram to drive traffic to that effort? Yeah, I would say, again, it's probably more just being engaging on there and building relationships on the platform, like being very purposeful. And I know you coach your membership and your clients on this, just, you know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's more engagement than posting. So you do have a content calendar and you are posting consistently and you may be posting more than less on certain time periods, but you're always making sure you're engaging at least half as much or more depending on, you know, what your goals Mm -hmm. are. And I've really tried to live by that. And just, you know, just the more time you engage with people, they automatically, if it's new people, they automatically want to 
go to your profile and check them out. And so, you know, just making sure that that's optimized, which you, uh, of course, coach on. And just, yeah, just, I think that's been the biggest piece for me is just engaging there on the platform. Now, as far as driving traffic, I probably drove traffic more to my podcast because people see me share the podcast episodes on there. Or when I share my guest episodes of my clients that have been guests, you know, they might click over and and check me out. Mm -hmm. Or but mostly it's been just through Instagram, just the DMs, you know, building conversations there and seeing how you can help people and, you know, and then leading them to where you need them to go. But yeah, I think that's been the biggest thing is the engagement, I would say, and being very purposeful Mm -hmm. about it. But, you know, I share tips on there for podcast pitching. I share my podcast episodes, like you said, my clients, guest interviews. Mm -hmm. I think that's the main thing, you know, just, but but again, with my podcast, because it's called Book Marketing Mania. So it's not just about podcast pitching, even though that's what my services are today. It, Mm -hmm. as you know, I mean, it just encompasses so many things. There's, you know, know, social media plays into it. Your branding plays into it. You know, publishing, just everything kind of plays into that piece of it. So that's why I like to talk to a lot of people like that on my podcast and then share it on Instagram. So I don't know, does that answer your question? (laughs) Yes, yes, it does. So just basically still thriving off of that networking kind of vibe. And once you share other people and their missions and their podcast interviews with you and so forth, there are those circles, those ripples that go out to reach other people. And Mm -hmm. it just is a beautiful thing how it just all works together. So yes, it does. So do you, and I think we know this answer then, do you feel Instagram is a substantial platform for generating funds? I do. Yes. If you're using it strategically. (laughs) I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, there's so many of us that just hop on Instagram because we hear that's where we should be, right? That's where we should be posting content. And then we Mm -hmm. just start posting all kind of content that is about us basically and our our brand versus the engaging content or spending any time engaging. I know so many people have asked me about, you know, well, I'll keep posting and posting, posting, but no one's replying or no one's liking my post. And it's like, well, are you Mm -hmm. spending any time engaging with your people, Mm -hmm. you know, because otherwise let's back off like you teach, you know, let's not post as much. Let's engage a lot more. But yeah, just the relationships I've built on there, like with referral partners, you know, has been so nice because I know you're the Instagram person. I mean, I refer people to you constantly, Ruthie. And, you know, hopefully, you know, I'm the podcast pitching person. And we know somebody else that coaches podcasters and, you know, the different people that you want to connect your people with. It's so nice to have those relationships there. And I think, again, just making sure your profile is optimized and that you have content to back up what you say. Because I know like I've reached out to people and asked like, hey, I'm looking for somebody to come on the podcast and talk about this topic and I'll get a recommendation. But you know, when you go check them out, then you're like, well, I don't even see anything about this on their profile, yeah. you know, like their, yeah. their, their profile or anywhere in their post. So yeah, it's probably not something mm-hmm. I'm going to invite to be on my podcast. Although they may be the expert on that topic. I just don't see it backed up mm-hmm. on Instagram, which is where I usually look. So but anyway, but I've seen that. Yeah, I've definitely seen the fruits of labor. And the more I put into it, yeah, the more people will refer their clients and prospective Mm -hmm. clients over to me. So yeah, I would definitely say that yes, it's definitely improved my business financially. Same here. When you invest in that community and are not just there to post and ghost or, you know, here's my book, this is about Mm -hmm. my book, or this is about my podcast or this, this and this. If you post it, they don't, they don't just come. Mm -hmm. You've got to be willing to lock arms with others. Mm -hmm. And that's just how it works. 
That is Mm -hmm. how it works. There's no shortcut to it. But once you do that, and then once you start feeding those relationships, talking in the DM and kind of helping people and pointing them in the right directions, like you said, with the referrals, if you don't have the answer and then those people see that you're sending them to them, then they're going to reciprocate. So Mm -hmm. community grows opportunity. That's what I like to say. (laughs) Yeah, so true. Okay, so tell us a little bit about your podcast, Pitching 101. Is that something that could help all entrepreneurs or is it mostly geared toward authors? Yeah, it can help all entrepreneurs. It is just a basic kickstart kind of program. Just so if you're thinking about pitching yourself, you kind of know just the nuts and bolts of getting started because Mm -hmm. there's a lot more, you know, that you learn along the way as you start pitching yourself. There's probably a couple of references in there to authors just because I do talk about, you know, if you're pitching your book necessarily versus the content you can talk about. And I know like for just entrepreneurs themselves that don't have a book, it gets a little bit different. I mean, they could definitely benefit from it, but I know it gets a little bit, there's a little bit more strategy that goes into it as far as, you know, the topics. You're going to talk about like, you know, authors, we're just talking about usually our book topic or something around that topic. But, you know, Mm -hmm. with entrepreneurs, there's so many facets of, you know, the service we provide, the coaching we provide, and, you know, is it, are we mm-hmm. teaching about some how-to topics or mindset topics or, you know, our entrepreneur journey? So there's a lot of different things that go into that piece of it that I don't get really into the nuts and bolts on that. But yeah, I mean, I think anybody wanting to pitch themselves could definitely benefit from it. It's a short, just mini course, just to kind of jump start it so that you don't, you kind of get over those first hurdles of how do I even do this? And, you know, don't keep procrastinating it, like just, you know, get started and start making those connections like mm-hmm. we've been talking about. So this is just, just a self-paced short mini course, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Now what we'll do is we will include the link to that in our show notes so okay, that great. if you, you, yeah, if, if folks are interested in learning more exactly how to pitch to a podcast, whether you're an entrepreneur or an author or another podcaster or whatever your mission and message is, then you'll be equipped for that. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thank you. Yes, of course, Kim. Okay. So I want to ask this because you're a fun person and I just want to know myself, but I'm sure it's going to be interesting. What is one fact most people don't know about you? Okay. This is my favorite one to share. And I don't share it often, obviously, but anywhere you hear it. But in middle school, I was a belly dancer. Like that was my recreational activity. I wish I could do it today. I cannot. It would be amazing to get in shape with belly dancing. But yeah, my belly does not look like it did in middle school. But uh, yeah, that was super, super fun. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Well, that is, that is great. Says the mom of, okay, over here, mom of four and you're a mom yourself, you know, so in middle age, could we just only wish for the bellies we used oh, to have? In, in yeah. School, right? <laughs> That's so fun, Kim. But you know what? I'm not even one bit surprised because you're just so such a fun personality. <laughs> All right. So Kim, as we wrap up, how can listeners connect with you online? Where would you like us to send people when they want to know about Kim Stewart, the Book Marketing Mania podcast pitching strategist? Yeah, I would love. Obviously, I think probably the best place for your audience is on Instagram. And I'm Kim Stew Inspired on there. Okay. 
All right. And we will add that to the show notes too and make sure it's at the very top so y'all can go check Kim out. And I'm sure that your podcast Pitching 101 is also over there in your LinkedIn bios since you are so big on optimizing your bio, correct? Yes, thank you. And I would also <laughs> encourage everybody, if you have not, to tune into my episode with Ruthie. And I'm sure you can link that to Ruthie. If you have any oh, yes. authors in the audience that haven't heard that, she was one of my very first guests. And it's um, it was so, so good on using Instagram to grow your author platform. Yes, yes. We will link that as well. We have lots of links to share with everyone. Well, Kim, thank you so much for taking time out to sit down and chat with us and give us some great pointers. I can't wait to share this episode with everyone. And we wish you well. Yeah, thanks for having me, Ruthie. Sure. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. 